I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Matchup. Matchup is a cool reptilian little karate guy. It has a cute and childlike confidence to it, akin to Kid Goku or Luffy in the first issue of One Piece. As it grows up, it changes quite dramatically, but never stops seeming as though it would be a solid pal. In the past, I've definitely expressed frustration towards humanoid Pokémon. For most of my childhood, we didn't have pets, A part of my love for Pokémon and Digimon came from trying to fulfil that desire. As I've grown older, I've come to appreciate other, less animalistic Pokémon in their own unique ways. Hanging out with a Machamp wouldn't be the same as having a dog, but it would be cool to practice martial arts and hit the gym together. The Machop family forms something of a foursome with the Abra, Geodude and Ghastly evolution lines. They are all powerful three-stage families from the original generation of Pokemon. Unfortunately, while Geodude's family got Alolan forms, and Alakazam and Gengar both gained Mega Evolutions, poor old Machop has been somewhat neglected. Machop evolves into Machoke. The cute little kid vibe is exchanged for a muscular physique and a little posing pouch to cover a modesty I'd rather not think about. The internet is all too rife with fan art and jokes about Machoke's desirability. The Pokemon and me functions of the 3D games certainly haven't helped matters. A more innocent mind can look past all of that and just see a cool monster, not unlike a bodybuilder or, even cooler to me, a professional wrestler. This is even more pronounced after Machoke evolves one more time. Now I am become Machamp, destroyer of worlds. Machamp is buff in the extreme, and wears a belt not unlike what you'd see in the WWE or the IWGP. According to Pokedex entries, Machoke has to wear a restraining belt to control its immense strength, but with Machamp, all that power is on show. Machoke evolves into Machamp through trading. Another Pokemon which evolves in this manner is Graveler. When Graveler becomes Golem, it gains forehead ridges not unlike Machoke's. Similarly, when Machoke becomes Machamp, it grows an extra set of arms, just like Graveler. This has led to speculation online that originally, to evolve these Pokemon, they had to be traded with one another, which would have made sense in a Jeff Goldblum in the fly kind of way, and be pretty cool. The idea eventually showed up many years later with Carablast and Shelmet in Generation 5. Fan of the show Andrew Rice is not such a fan of trade evolutions, or the unrealistic male beauty standards set by Machoke and Machamp. He had this to say. What's up Luke Loves Pokemon, it's Andrew, here to talk again about Pokemon, uh, and today the Pokemon, as you probably already know because you've been listening to the rest of this episode, unlike me who is currently in the past, so uh, it hasn't come out yet, um, is, is Machop. Um, Machop is uh, a, a terrible example of a Pokemon, because it tells you that you know you go to the gym, uh, you level up a little bit, you get buff, you get muscly, you'll be able to take some falls down, but then if you, what, if you swap partners, like, then you're going to get extra arms? I mean, that's not going to happen. You, you can't grow four arms. It, it's not realistic. 
sick. And um, frankly, I think Pokemon should stop perpetuating this, this terrible myth. If, if, if you do some wife swapping, you will not grow any more arms. So stop. Don't do it. Don't. You've got two arms. Deal with it. Machamp's forearms might be unattainable by us, but they do draw parallels with deities from Hinduism and Buddhism. Such characters are also often depicted as spectacularly muscular in Japanese artwork, often standing guard at the entrances to shrines and temples. And Machamp would seem right at home on the periphery of a big temple like Senkoji here in Nagano City. Somewhere else Machamp seemed right at home was Pokken Tournament, where it was something of a powerhouse. I generally prefer fast and light characters in fighting games, and running circles around Machamp with Pikachu Libre made me feel like a real Lucador. But as in real life wrestling, there is always an appeal in seeing huge jacked dudes punch each other, just as much as there is in seeing small little grapplers doing flips and twists. Music for Luke Clock's Pokemon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you've enjoyed Luke Clock's Pokemon, please do give it a rating review on iTunes and tell your Pokemon loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next Pokemon we'll be covering, Bellsprout and Tentacool, get in touch. We're on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, or you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. I'm also taking part in the United Podcasters Pokemon League, which you can find on Twitter at OfficialUPPL. Check that out if you want to see me make a real mess of competitive Pokemon. And more than anything else, just remember, I love Machop, and I love you too. This episode of Luke Loves Pokemon goes out in loving memory of Four Loco, the heroic Machamp who died valiantly in the first season of Blastburn Radio. Blastburn Radio is a Nuzlocke podcast and part of the United Podcasters Pokemon League, which I'm currently taking part in. Uh, Jolly by Nature is actually the organiser of the lead, as well as the trainer who lost that particular Machamp. Messer Engine is another host from that podcast and was my first opponent in the league. Links to Blastburn Radio and to the UPPL will be in the show notes, if I remember. And look forward to hearing about my first battle in uh, my episode, which is coming up soon. Love you. Bye. Kiss kiss.